Mipe Story is back. Welcome to this fortnightly podcast that brings you audio versions of short story fiction from Kenya and across the continent. I'm your host, Kevin Mwachiro. And after our furlough, we start off this new season with a story from yours truly here. And it's titled, Rules of the Game. Nandi wants me to check out her new love interest. She doesn't believe how fast things seem to be moving. And she's surprised by herself by being the one who appears to be putting things into the first gear. She had made a vow to herself that she would never chase after a man in a city like Nairobi. But here she is. See, you have done the things I've done, she said. I asked for his digits. I was the one who made the call. I was the one who put my feelings out there for him to see. I even offered him Miss Paradise for free. Yani, I've got feelings in a way that Zielewi, Han, and Hanado, he's broke. Lakini, namtakavi baya. Am I crazy? Nimechapa. As I remembered our conversation, I couldn't help but smile. Nandi had fallen. And she seemed troubled that she was falling for someone for who he was. I assured her that she hadn't lost her head and teased her that her heart was still family in her purse. We laughed. I love this girl, even though she couldn't keep time for fuck. My Nairobi Bay, as I called her, was the kindest, funniest, and the most amazing strong-willed person I knew in this city. Nandi had taught me how to read the city and its citizens. Watu wa Nairobi was a phrase she often used when she was pissed off by someone. But my girl was like this city. She mesmerized, made things happen, but couldn't keep time. We were best friends and we loved one another, though our love was tumultuous. Too heated for our own good, but we skizanad sana. We were two strays who found one another at the cyber cafe that I worked in. She was a regular client and she would come an hour before we closed to surf the web. Occasionally, I'd let her surf for free after we'd close. I appreciated having someone around as I also took advantage of the empty cyber cafe to apply for work in the Middle East or Turkey. Sahau maju, kuna pesa hijiji, she told me one evening. That night, Nandi opened my eyes to the golden streets of the city. My dreams of living the city died that very evening, and a hustler was born. With flat screen monitors as our audience, we spoke like old friends. I told her about my love for rugby, and she told me about her love for rugby players. Would you like another coffee? Asked a deep, warm voice. Yes, please, I replied. My date seems to be running late. Madame wa Nairobi, bro, he replied. Pole. Behind his mask, I can see he's smiling. His eyes tell me so. He nods and walks off. I found myself smiling and staring at him as he sauntered away. 
He was one of those waiters who fit into their uniform cabisa. He wore a very athletic build. The biceps, the chest, the butt brought service with a smile. This city that I love and hate is so full of surprises. From my balcony view, I looked down onto Kimathi Street as it went on with its business. The Safaricom shop with green and white balloons over its entrance, full of people as always. Clearly, no one cared for social distancing as, as the Kawaida queue outside the Corp Bank ATM seemed to grow by the second. The hawker outside the Colpro clothing store, who had lined the pavement with his library of second-hand motivational books and Bibles, was also selling face masks. Nairobi is unrelenting in its demands. Every day it will want more of you. It will take more of you. And before you know it, you are lost in it. You become the city. A place where you either survive or thrive. This city forces you to conform. Or else you get told, Atukwelewi. Nairobi is suspicious of free thinkers, creatives, and the authentic. I am all three and more. I tell myself I didn't come out of the closet to be put in a box. I promise that I made to myself just after I finished high school. I was going to take on life as a man on my own terms. Nandi gets me. I get her. I become fluid in the city. Nowhere is too foreign for me. Mta ninyayo. Mudaiga ndio ndoto. Kayole ni mefika. Kile ni kwa poko. Kahawa ni massive. Doni ndio ndani. Ruaka kifo haraka. Ronga is for romping. And westi is wasteful. My love too is fluid. And that makes me dangerous for those who survive this city. Only Nandi can read me. Nairobi is not going to have me. I was going to have her. I love this quote by Jeff Bezos. In the end, we are our choices. Build yourself a great story. Nairobi and her skyrise were going to build my story. One house coffee with uh, milk on the side came the deep and warm voice once again. Um, cheers, I said, and I quickly read his name tag. Cheers, D. Is that a nickname or a shortened version of some embarrassing Catholic name? He laughed, almost too enthusiastically. But I enjoyed the sight of this well-put, melanated brother enjoying my humor. I noticed his biceps once again. Chocolate muscle. It's uh, Zebidi, but D sounds better to my teammates and friends. It's not too biblical, he replied. Teammates? I asked. Rugby. I play for the arsonist. Ah, the enemy. Simbas! Thumping my chest. Blindside flank. First center. Boca. All blacks. And I'm Munga. I offered my name. An unexpected silence stopped this introductory quickfire. 
We smiled. One was open and the other masked. But his eyes acknowledged mine. At that moment, we both knew. I wanted to take his whole face in. But COVID and his masks is robbing us of smiles. And uh, your number is? He asked. I hadn't noticed he had already whipped out his pen and order book. I gave D my number. <laughs> this city never ceases to shock me. As he walks away, I let out a short laugh and find myself saying, What one I Robbie? At 28, I'm expected to have a roadmap to settling down by now. Shining singlehood and embracing the thought of marital miasma, as I like to call it. I want to be in love. And it's unfortunate that my parents, siblings, and relatives think that marriage is the key to finding love. Such bullshit, man. And being enslaved to such bullshit has led to so many loveless marriages. That's another thing about this city. It worships facades. You have to pretend that your job, your spouse, marriage, and kids are perfect. But more than anything, your bank balance has to be perfect. Everything in this city has to be textbook. What a joke, man. There are too many unhappy and fearful people in this city that is bereft of love. How do I know this? Well, having a hustle selling vibrators and dildos earns you a certain level of trust among the women folk in this city. And if we get on really well, I offer tips on how to give good head and tutorials on the male body. One of my clients has even nicknamed me Head Boy. My phone beeps. I look at the telegram notifications that bear Nandi's name. Nakam, Jambaya, Polebe reads Nandi's text. You know you love me. <laughs> I laugh. Nandi is forgiven. I look around for D. He seems to be entertaining a table with a couple of ladies who seem to be enthralled by him. One of them deftly manages to have a quick swipe of his biceps. D seems to be enjoying the attention. I think he may have felt my stare, for he turned to look at me. He winks. I smile, then turn my attention back to Kimathi Street. Rugby players with D's build are a currency in this city. I look back down onto the street and marvel how outside of the curfew, this city has not lost its beat. Behind the sky-blue surgical masks that now shelter our mouths and noses from yet another modern fear is a can-do, must-do, have-to-do and unadu resilience. You take no chances in this city. There's a fear of the unknown, known and of each other. Trust no one, Nauji sought, is the city's mantra. Nairobi thrives on its fast and furious energy. The only thing that slows it down is its traffic. I'm glad I'm up here, even if it's only for a moment. It gives me time to stop and breathe. I wonder how far Nandi is and find myself eager to meet her new man. My girl eats men alive, and I'm keen to see this man she seems to be 
Liking, liking. Her expression, not mine. Liking, liking for Nandi is a word she coined for guys she's happy to introduce me to. That means they're a little bit more than a shag. You good? Dee's voice interferes my thoughts yet again, and he places a chocolate brownie on the table. Kabab, compliments of the enemy. Cheers, chocolate, always delights, I said. Iomdomo, <laughs> he replies. Sikumoja, that mouth will get you into trouble. And being a rugby player will get me out of it. He guffaws slightly. I smile, relieved that I was still able to get an almost laugh out of him. Watcha, we'll see whether the rest of you is as fast as that mouth on Saturday, D says. But you guys aren't playing with us. It's your weekend off, I tell him. I know, but I'll come and check out the opposition. Cooler your brownie. You need all the energy you can get. I'll flash you with my number, but die. Better still, intaku call. You can let me know where exactly you'll be playing and uh, where we'll be having drinks after that. Enjoy your delight. I say nothing. There's nothing more to say to him. D delighted me. He ambles in the direction of the two ladies he was serving. The show must go on, I tell myself. I was surprised to find myself a little irritated because he went back to that specific table. I was feeling kind of warm inside and excited at the prospect of speaking to Dee later. In my world of secrets and shadows, instant connections are hard to come by. Men like Dee and who they really are, exist within those secrets and the forbidden. That's where they believe they thrive. The deeds of Nairobi are exciting, dangerous, and selfish. Life is all about them and preserving their masks. They're a perfect image of masculinity, wanting the world to think that they've got all their shit together. And in the world, Anything feminine or kind or gentle is described as umama. D was going to be trouble. And after what I'd been through, exercising my demons, silencing my fears and dropping my own facade, I had promised myself that I was going to embark on a journey of trying to get to a place of authenticity. I now almost didn't want D to get in touch. My friendship with Nandi not only helped birth a hustler, but a whole new man. Nandi's had my back since that night we connected. But man, Dee's hot. There's a soft kiss on my forehead and the fruity scent of Nandi's perfume, Zara, that announced her arrival and broke my thought. She collapsed into the seat and placed a phone and handbag on the table. Aki, babe, I'm so sorry. They had closed Waiyakwe, and then the cab had to go through Parklands. She started explaining apologetically. Hiyo jam, ilikuwa mbaya. Anyway, don't worry. Your coffee and your brownie are on me. Of course, I snap. 
I've been waiting for you patiently, Huku, like the COVID vaccine. We laugh. And we both know all is forgiven. It's always been that way with us. Where's this man of yours? I ask. Ebu chill. I need to compose myself before I introduce you too. Nandi says excitedly. She grabs my hand gently. Yani, I can't wait for you to meet D. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I find myself cursing inside. Nairobi and its facades. Kwani, what's up? Nandi asks. Your face has changed. There are no secrets between Nandi and I, but I'm wondering how to tell her that Hadi has been flirting with me and I kinda like him too. There's my chocolate delight, came that warm voice that is now all too familiar to me. D heads towards Nandi and is now dressed in a black fitted polo shirt. He removes his face mask and bends down to kiss her. I stare as I try to make sense of all the various emotions within me. Put on your poker face. Put on your poker face, I order myself. After their kiss, Dee immediately turns to me, not giving the bedazzled Nandi time to introduce us, and stares at me with different eyes and says, I hear you play for the Simbas. Rules of the Game was written by me, Kevin Mwachiro. It's great being back after just over two months. Life and COVID happened, but it's good to be behind the mic and I'm looking forward to yet another season of storytelling. Some more good news to share. You can also find Nipe's story on Nation Audio. And uh, thank you, Afripods, for all your support in making this possible. Check out the Nation Audio website where you can find Nipe alongside other amazing Kenyan podcasts. Nipe's story is available to download wherever you get your podcasts from. Please write a review, rate and share this podcast with your people. You can follow us here on SoundCloud, on Facebook we are Nipe Story and on Twitter our handle is Nipe underscore story. Nipe Story is a finger piano production and please stay safe.